Hello, and welcome to Check It Out with EVPL. A podcast from your local library. I'm your host, Darren. And I'm your host, Alan. And I'm Ryan. I joined this episode. You guys have to deal with me today. Yay! (laughs) I believe we also have a few other people joining this episode as well. Isn't that right, Ryan? Yes, I believe. We're joined by a good section of our volunteer staff. We are interviewing several of them, and we're just going to be talking about various things, and we hope you guys enjoy it. It's going to be a blast. They, uh, they're they full of energy, and I have no idea what they're going to say, so have fun. So, hello. My name is Ellen, and I'm here with three volunteers. Hi, I'm Kaylee, and I'm a volunteer at Red Bank. Hi, I'm Madeline, and I'm a volunteer at Oakland. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm a volunteer right here at Central. Okay, so this is fun. We have like a nice little mix here for the different locations. So how how are you guys finding your volunteer experience here with the library? How's it been going? I think it's been great. It's a great intro- introduction to just volunteering in general, and I think it's been pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I like it here. I think it's nice. I've also never had a job before, so I feel like this is like a nice first step into that a little bit because, you know, you need responsibility and mm-hmm. things like that. So is job experience kind of what brought you here to be a volunteer? A little bit. Um, I don't know. My mom just was like, can you do something else in your summer? And I was like, I'll volunteer. And I always loved reading and I like going to the library and I, I don't know, I thought it'd be a good opportunity. Yeah, I I have to have community service hours for school, so that's mm-hmm. the main reason that I'm volunteering this year. I have to volunteer for school also. It's the minimum amount of time that they require is about like 25 hours or something, and it's been pretty okay. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school, we had to do 10 hours in like a mentorship program. So is it kind of like that for you guys, or is it just general volunteering? I think it's just general volunteering. They have like a list of approved programs that you can volunteer at, and then you can volunteer there and get your hours in. So what what has it been like since your first day here? Because at the time of recording this, we're starting to get towards the end of summer. So what what's changed in that time? I've grown closer with my supervisor. Um, she's pretty cool. And um, everything's just been pretty great because... I know how to do more stuff now, and I know how they work things at the library there. And I think if I want to become a librarian, then that it's great experience. Yeah, I would agree. I know I've I've especially, like, I know where a lot more stuff is in the library. Like, my dad was wanting to know if there were books on how to learn Spanish the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's in this section over here. I just like looking at the behind the scenes stuff because you don't always see that when you just come here and you check out a book and you leave. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to see like everything and all the people that like contribute into working here. It's nice. Yeah. So is it about what you expected or did you find out there's like a lot more behind the scenes stuff than you thought? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I had like a pretty good idea of what it was going to be like coming into this, but I, I also learned a lot. I had no idea that they did craft programs for kids and everything until I was like put in charge of making the craft kits and stuff. And I thought it was really interesting because I didn't, I had no idea that that even happened. Me either. I didn't know that happened until I helped with this robot program for little kids. And, and I thought it was really creative and I didn't know they did that stuff. Yeah. I didn't know they had a robotics program until I was like looking at the robots and like organizing the pieces and stuff. Yeah. The robots are always a really big hit at all of our mm-hmm. locations. So it's, it's cool that you guys got to help out with that. So some of you guys are here because you need the volunteer hours for school. Is there anything else you guys are doing for school since that will be starting up soon? 
Well, all of us are starting our first year of high school, Ooh. which is, yeah, we're all going to be freshmen. Mm-hmm. That's different, I guess. Have you already picked your classes? My None of my classes are final yet. I know I'm doing art, and I haven't done art since elementary school because I've been in band and Spanish, so I haven't had time for it. So I'm excited to like get back into doing that. I've picked my classes for this year, I think, anyway. Yeah. I get my schedule next Thursday, I think. So, Any fun electives on the lineup? I'm really excited to start taking foreign language because mm-hmm. we've never had that opportunity at my old school. So this is very different for me. What language are you taking? French. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I learned, I like learned French on my own for a little bit. And I was like, okay, I, I knew like 300 French words and I could like carry out conversations and stuff. And then I stopped and I forgot like all of it. But now I'm taking Spanish, too. Yeah, I remember in my middle school, we were required to do six weeks a year of Spanish. Mm -hmm. So no one ever remembered anything. Yeah. But then we got to high school and we could choose from Spanish or French. And I thought, well, I don't remember any Spanish, so I guess I can try French. And it was way harder. Yeah. I Spanish is way easier than French Mm -hmm. as far as far as I know. Yeah. But I didn't learn a lot of Spanish last year. I passed, but I just, I don't really remember a lot of it. Kaylee, are you taking any fun electives for your first year in high school? Yeah, I'm taking art, and I'm also taking French, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. What about, like, clubs and stuff? Are you, do you guys think you're going to get into any extracurriculars, like sports, or? I'm already doing sports, because all of my sports in my school start in the summer. So I'm doing soccer. And I'm trying out golf right now because I've never done that before. But I've been playing soccer since I was in kindergarten, and I really enjoy it. I've been thinking about doing golf as well. My dad plays golf mm-hmm. as sort of like a hobby on the side, and so I was going to see if I could have him try to teach me some of it. Yeah, Just, I like it yeah. a lot. It's cool. It's like a way different environment than all the other sports I've been in, but I like it. I'm not really interested in any sports, but golf is pretty cool, honestly. <laughs> Have you thought about any non-sport options, like maybe a drama club or I've a dance club? I've been thinking about theater. Theater? Yeah. yeah. Same here, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool that like a lot of schools now have the ability to do the high school musical performance. Because <laughs> when I was in high school, that was like just coming out. And so if any school got to do it, it was like a super huge deal. Yeah, I've been thinking about theater for a while. And I was like, I guess I'll just wait till freshman year. That's what I'm going to do. Do you think you guys will take any media classes where you could do something like this in school? I'm not really sure if they offer that, honestly. If they do, I'd love to be a part of it, though. I mm-hmm. think that'd be yeah, super awesome. Since all three of you are volunteering at a library, I assume you all like reading? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love reading. Do you guys stick to, like, one genre or, like, I feel like do you t- kind of get all over the place? Typically, I stick to one genre, but, like, if somebody suggests a book to me and I read it, even if it's not in the genre, then I like it. But usually if I'm looking for myself, then I stick to a certain genre. Mm-hmm. I always stick to young adult fantasy novels. Yeah. I love them so much. There's yeah. a lot of good fantasy in YA. Mm-hmm. Do any of you have, like, a favorite book that you've read this summer? This summer? Honestly, I haven't done as much reading this summer just because I've been so busy. But I started the Divergent series because Hunger Games is my, like, ultimate, like, all-time favorite series. Mm -hmm. So everyone was suggesting the Divergent to me, and I love it. I'm, like, halfway through the series, and it's so good. Yeah, that one's uh, 
pretty, like, the books themselves are pretty long, I think. Yeah, they're pretty so, thick. Yeah, you But guys- if you really like it, I feel like you can get through it. Mm-hmm. But then I watched the movies, and I don't like the movies as much as the books at all. I've, but, I've heard a lot of people say that. I've seen the first yeah. movie, and then I never The first cared movie enough. is, like, okay, and then the second one is just, like, it's weird. I think the yeah. downfall in the movies happens from yeah. there. The books are so much better. Yeah, the books are great, and the movies are just... It's hard to find movies that are so good, and that are as good as the books. Oh, yeah. Like, I really like the Harry Potter movies, and I like the books, too. And same with Hunger Games. But, like, have you watched the Percy Jackson movie? Uh, I think that's another one where I saw the first yeah. one and then didn't care enough to see I saw the first the one, and I didn't care to see the other ones, because they were, they, were, they were bad. Fantasy... End of the world. Yeah. Uh, science fiction, science. fantasy. Very nice. End of the world as well. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, lesser known books that you think people should be reading from those genres? Um, I have a standalone that I'd recommend. It's called Caster. I don't know what the um, author's name is, though, but it's such a good book, and I recommend it to literally everyone that mm-hmm. likes YA fantasy novels. I may have to check that one out, then. Uh, what, what kind of stuff... Is it about, like, is it its own made-up kingdom? Is it set, like... It is its own made-up kingdom. It's just all about magic, and you can just... It just immerses you in this whole other world of just amazing things. And there's... It's about this person that just goes, and there are casters. There's So there's, like, magic casters? Yes. Okay. Casting magic is actually legal in that world, so it just causes a whole bunch of problems. And, yeah. Yeah, that's any book that has, like, really good world building, especially around magic, something that I definitely love to read. And do you guys ever, when you're reading books, like, make custom playlists for the books you're reading? No? 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 You guys said you wanted to talk about music and you don't make custom playlists. No. I make custom playlists for other things. It's just never been about books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do when I start a new book is to look up um, on, like, Spotify Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will make playlists specifically for like a book or a series, and it's so great to have in the background because it really helps you kind of get into that world. Uh, so, what kind of music do you listen to then? Me personally, I've been on like a Taylor Swift, like that's what I've been listening to a lot. Yeah, yeah. all of her re release stuff. Yeah. When she came out with like all of her Taylor version stuff, then I kind of like got back into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I've listened to a lot of those. Is it like really different from the originals? I mean, it's pretty much the same. It's just like hers, you mm-hmm. know? But it's just all really good. She has a lot of different stuff, and mm-hmm. I really like to listen to it. Yeah, she does really cover a lot of styles. Yeah. I feel like there's usually something for everyone. Daily, what kind of music do you like? My music is kind of everywhere, but I've been listening to a lot of AJR and Glass Animals recently. Mm-hmm. AJR is one of my favorite bands right now. Oh my god, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listen to a lot of old music, and everyone always messes with me about it, and it's hilarious. They always tell me I have the same music taste as their dads, and it is. I'm not even going to deny it, because it's exactly true. So when you say old music, do you mean like... 90s, 80s, 60s. I love 80s music. Same, 70s and 80s. Yeah. The perfect. I think that's like where music hit its peak for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I also recommend Marina and the Diamonds. I'm not sure if I already said that, but um, she's so good. Mm -hmm. I don't need that 100%. Yeah. She's definitely a good one. And then for like the 70s and 80s, do you guys like do the pop scene or the grunge scene? 
A little bit of both. Yeah. A lot a bit of, both. of both. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite oldies artist? Honestly, mine is Motley Crue and will forever be. And it's, I don't know, I don't even listen to that much hard metal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's like the only band that I listen to like that. And I still, it's for some reason my favorite. Any closing thoughts on the library or school or summer or books or music? Uh, one last recommendation, read the Red Queen series by Victoria A. Bird. I've heard good yes. things about that yeah, one. I've yes. heard good things too. Well, it's been great chatting with you guys. Yeah, I'm too. glad too. everyone still likes 80s music because I'm a fan of 80s <laughs> it's music. so good. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. And I love hearing recommendations. So we're going to wrap it up there and let some others take over. Hey, everyone. It's Aaron again. Hi, I'm Ryan. And we are joined once again by two of our volunteers. I'm Mallory. I'm Josh. Welcome, both of you. So how's the summer program been going? It's pretty good. How about you, Josh? How's the summer program going? It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, so what all do they have you currently doing? Um, I've done a lot of scanning things to put them online oh yeah yeah yeah. like the different items we have in our collection and stuff yeah very yeah we're, we're always are growing our collection that's one of the big initiatives that evpl has so what else have you been working on this summer well uh, i've been doing a lot of behind the scenes work okay like, like what like i work on like getting programs ready or like get togethers like sometimes i'd like cut stuff for like parties or like get mm-hmm. those ready and then sometimes i'd check out movies from the library that haven't been checked out as much as they very cool very cool yeah we have a ton of programs going on and we're always needing help with stuff like that because there's a lot of pieces that have to come together to really put on something at EVPL. yes so that's why you guys have been very invaluable for us this summer yes help out a lot because summer is our busiest time of year um lots of stuff going on (laughs) yeah so josh was there anything else you were working on um i was sitting at the summer reading table a lot where i would um hand out summer reading yeah pamphlets pamphlets. down in the lobby at central yeah we've got that going on uh overall having people been pretty excited about it yeah fantastic we want to hear yeah my guy i work in outreach and we go out and we bring those same supplies and yeah overall i mean it seems like people are enjoying the summer reading program oh absolutely i know some of our staff have won the internal Thing that we go on that we have going on because staff are not allowed to compete against patrons or not, i guess not compete but participate in this thing i would say what are you talking about compete <laughs> i gotta read the most books Aaron. it's a competition uh what about you two have you been uh reading some books this summer i have i just read a series of seven books in this month last month. oh which series was that um it's kind of like a graphic novel but it's like in text messages like Oh, oh okay. Some of those are really cool. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I've been reading a book called Spirit Hunters. It's kind of like a horror book, but more like, it's kind of like a horror Harry Potter book. He said the magic word. He, he said did, horror. horror and Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, well, he had both of the buzzwords for Yeah, me. he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing an entire episode, actually, two episodes on horror, horror yeah. genre in October uh, because, you know, that's the spooky month that's been decided. Yes. So outside of the Valentines, um, what other things do you guys enjoy doing? Well, I do enjoy uh, playing with my two animals. I have a dog and a cat. And then I also go swimming a lot with my friends. Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) I'm in um, a high school marching band. And so I just got done with a week of marching fundamentals. And so that was a lot of fun. I also have two animals um very cool uh i just kind of want to ask a question about marching band uh they have you guys 
outdoors during all of this weather? Yeah, <laughs> it's in the morning and in the afternoon you're okay. outside. In the heat of the day, we're inside because it's like 12 hours and they don't want us to go. Yeah. <laughs> Very much. Because I, I remember back in the days, like the summer um, band camps were the most grueling thing I've ever done. It was like 12 hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, with he index supposed to get up to like 110 this week. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Probably shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't be outside <laughs> no. too much. Do they make you wear the whole getup during practice? No. Oh, that's, no, that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like we all have something in common because I have some animals. You have some animals there. And Correct. Amongst two guests do. So I think we may be talking about that. Uh, let's just go around the table and find out what kind of animals you have, names, and just get a little specifics about them. You want to start, Aaron? I will. So I currently have two cats and one dog. Um, the dog is a blind. Well, she's diabetic, so she requires insulin, uh, a lot of care. And, um, you know, she's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and then our two cat, um, her name is Anjoy. And then our two cats, we have, uh, Luca and the other one whose name is Fluffers, but her full given name is Fluffers McFluffin stuff. Very important. Very important. Very important distinction. How about you, Mallory? I have a dog and a cat. My dog's name is Louie. He is a mutt, but we, we gave him a DNA test, and it turns out he's Pitbull, Husky, Beagle, and Chihuahua. That's quite the mix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I have my cat, Daphne. She's kind of private. She doesn't like people very much. Okay. She likes me, but no one else. <laughs> <laughs> well, no that's that's of- important. That's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. She uh, hides downstairs a lot, um, but I'm the one who usually feeds her, so she likes me the most. Mm-hmm. Any particular significance behind their names? Well, we kept uh, my cat's name Daphne because they had the whole Scooby-Doo names at the pet shelter. And actually, Daphne and Velma were twins, so we thought we got Daphne, but we accidentally got Velma. But that's okay. <laughs> we still call her Daphne. <laughs> And then for my dog, we wanted to give him kind of like an older man name, (laughs) like the older names. So we had a list down, and then um, he was kind of unnamed for like the first hour of having him. So, um, And then we uh, had the whole list, and we just kind of narrowed it down to what he looks like. So we decided to call him Louie. Excellent. That was a wonderful story. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How about you, Josh? I have two dogs. I have an Aussie Doodle, and we're not really sure what my other one is. She looks a lot like a pig. Uh, she's like a pig with a lot of white hair with a very dog head. It's really odd. But um, you sure you don't have like a chimera or something going on there? Uh, yeah, two species. Yeah, <laughs> are we doing that yet? I'm sure it's out there somewhere. <laughs> and so my dog, she is the craziest thing because she's either running around everywhere or she's asleep. And she thinks she's a human, and so she likes to sleep on the pillow of the bed. So that's really annoying because she's not a small dog, and she doesn't like to move once she's in place. <laughs> so will she put her head on the pillow like a person, or does she sleep on the whole pillow? She just sleeps on the whole pillow. Oh. Is it any particular bed? Has she chosen and claimed one, or is it everybody equally? Mainly my parents. Okay. That's okay. nice. You know, yeah. she's, letting, she's letting you get some sleep. But then my other dog, she she likes me, which it's a, a debate if she likes me or my dad the most, because I, I think she likes me the most. But she just sleeps on the foot of the bed, which is nice, and she's not in the way, and then she'll let you know when she needs to go to the bathroom because mm-hmm. she will scratch your face. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got to go, so. Uh, I have... Uh... I have three dogs. They're all the same breed. They're all Shih Tzus. And they're actually all from the same breeder. 
Um, the two oldest ones I have, Evie and Jasper, they're both 11 and a half. So they're getting, they're getting up there in years. Uh, but they're brother and sister. And then our youngest one is almost two years old. That's Luna. And she's from the same breeder, but obviously different parents. And, uh, they, they get along pretty well. Um, it took some getting used to because obviously when we got the new puppy, the dogs were like 10 pretty well established in their ways and we hadn't moved or anything so it was a big change but it was really fun to watch <laughs> what was it like how was it like the first like several weeks of that uh evie my older female she uh just wanted absolutely nothing to do with her anytime she was near her, she'd just like jump up somewhere because you know we got we got luna whenever she was uh, eight weeks and she was probably like four pounds and they can't jump on anything at that point so uh, the older dogs would just um, elevation was the key to stay away from that little furry monster uh that only lasted like three months and then she learned like we saw her jump on the couch for the first time and me and my wife were just like oh no because <laughs> you know that bridge you know she she can access everything then. so then we had to go around the house puppy proofing it and that was that was super fun but uh they've you know they've had they've been together now for a little over a year and a half i think uh and they, they've grown like we've caught them all sleeping in the same bed Aww. uh it's it's adorable we have a little puppy cam we moved into a new house which they all adjusted to really well and we have their own special little room that they have that we lock them in i call it doggy jail my wife's not a fan of that name some reason because i yell go to jail and i kick them in there and call them prisoners but you know it's puppy refinement center (laughs) rehabilitation Rehabilitation. Uh, we're not jailing them we're rehabilitating them it's just a timeout (laughs) just a timeout yeah just a timeout for most days (laughs) no it's it's not a punishment but yeah the key to that is like you know trying to make sure that it's their space they're comfortable and it's similar to whenever you create a dog i don't know if you guys have ever experienced that but you you make it their home essentially yes because we do have to create anna like anna is our is a foster basically we just got her a couple years ago and um we found out quickly she does not like other animals being around her and since she's blind she immediately goes on the attack so we have to you know keep the cat safe so we do keep her in a kennel like when we're not like when we're not able to give her 110 percent attention and i mean there's there's a significant age group between us and our volunteers. so i'd like to actually kind of ask you guys did you guys get to pick out your own pets so yeah i got to pick up my cat and then my dog was a surprise so i didn't know i was getting a dog (laughs) (laughs) and how was How'd that go? Well, I was extremely tired because I just got home from a really long road trip to my grandma. Mm -hmm. So I slept in the car. And then I was like, is that that my dog or am I seeing things? (laughs) Why is there a dog in here? Oh, it's yours. And then my uh, stepdad took a video of me, like, getting there with my dog. And he was just a little baby. Um, He's, like, one and a half now, but he's significantly grown. He had little eyebrows when he was little. So when he heard, like, the door open and close, he'd, like, raise his eyebrows a little and, like, Mm -hmm. look around. But it was really cute. <laughs> so whenever you first, whenever you get new pets, what's typically uh, like the responsibilities in the household? Do you have a lot of chores to do or is it more all like on your parents? Um, well, I mean, I have to, we all have to kind of like help work to potty train him, which he is now. And then I have taught him uh, lots of tricks on his free time. I taught him how to dance. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yes, you have skill. to. Yeah. And then sometimes we race down the hallway and he does a victory dance. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's really good at that, actually. He always wins, though. He's kind of a sore winner. <laughs> He's show, uh, showboating. So, do you have any plans to get any more pets? I'm trying to get another dog, but I don't know how that'll go. Because <laughs> my dog and my cat don't get along very well, because my dog tries to like play with my cat, and my cat doesn't want any of it. 
pretty <laughs> so common. typical yeah, yeah yeah pretty common reaction we were thinking about getting a cat and that was the main stopper is that she's not gonna like our movie <laughs> at all so, so josh uh how about for you with uh, getting new animals and and training them and all that stuff well you obviously try to push it all on your parents <laughs> yeah. because it is a lot of responsibility but really now i just feed them in the morning if i remember and let them out when they need to Okay. But training them is hard. <laughs> Just constant repetition mm-hmm. over and over again. They've done it a hundred times and they need to do it a hundred more. Yeah. What, what's bad about my dog is she has a one in a million disease where her body doesn't make enzymes to break down food. Mm-hmm. And so we need to put special powder on her food so she can digest it, which means we can't train her with treats. Oh. Oh. But luckily we found this out like after she was semi-trained. Mm-hmm. So at this point we use ice. Very cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of several dogs that enjoy ice. I know uh, Katie's dog loves ice. I've seen her eat it multiple times. Yeah. Do they like to chase the ice if you put it on the ground like and throw it? Yeah. Although sometimes when it's like hot, they can't find it because it just melts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's a limited time. <laughs> and then they're just like, why are you doing this to me? My dog kicks the ice around the room. And then sometimes, like, when he was a little baby, I had to, like, put a treat on the floor when he was on the couch to try to get him to jump off the couch because he was too scared to jump off the couch. Uh, He's scared of a lot of things. (laughs) He's scared of, um, like, kitchen tongs. So I just go around the room, like, snapping him around and he'd run away. He's also scared of Gatorade bottles. You seem like you're mean to your dog. <laughs> that could be a factor. It's it's a healthy, you it's, know, yeah. it's it's part of training. She's toughening him up. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah to not be scared character. of Gatorade bottles. There exactly. you go, yeah. Because the Gatorade bottles are going to take over here mm-hmm. soon. So I know. She's getting him right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of my dogs actually has an issue with water bottles, and we don't know why. Like, if you place a water bottle near him, he won't, like, freak out, but he'll he'll move to another <laughs> location away from the bottle. <laughs> he'll just, so like, then... slowly move while, like, eyeballing it the whole time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And I have occasionally, like, just moved him in until he was surrounded, <laughs> and he was just not having it. It was a good afternoon. My dog's also scared well. of shopping carts. Well, that, that's, that's a healthy fear, because shopping carts are pretty evil. Yeah. Yeah, because for you. apparently when like we dropped something in there, it was too loud for him, and he almost and he almost ru- no, he did run away. He ran away in the store, <laughs> but we caught him. He just ran to like five aisles okay. though. <laughs> Your dog is afraid of really random things. Yeah, he's also scared of the baby gate we put by the um, stairs. So he doesn't go down there because that's where my cat goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, he's afraid of the cat. I mean, sometimes when he like she like tries to scratch him, mm-hmm. uh, but he also eats her food. So he's not allowed down there anymore. <laughs> my dog acts like a princess. And then, you know, sometimes when I go to school and I make myself a pancake to eat in the car, I have to make him a pancake too. You make yourself a pancake? Like full No, I put it in the microwave. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, yes, Ryan. <laughs> come on. There's microwaves. <laughs> well, you know. make yourself one pancake. Yeah. That's, that's, that's true. That's, that's a good point. It's yeah. just like 12 of them. Yeah. <laughs> we I just had this discussion. Though. I love cooking for large groups. Yeah. I make my dog a pancake. And then when he's trying to sleep, if we talk too loud or the TV's too loud, he'll groan at us. He's <laughs> like, yeah, it's turned out. All right. Sounds like an old Get man. better hearing or something. Well, you know, sleep is important. He realizes that. So, I mean, he sleeps like 15 of the 24 hours of the day. Well, yeah, because he can. So <laughs> he, he has, has the no option. option. Yeah, he has the option. Would yeah. you, if you could? No, because I no. couldn't play on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Only there's a way we could access our phones in our sleep. I know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Do you think do you think your dog would play on its phone if they could? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'd be scrolling on Instagram. He's a young thug. He's he'd be scrolling on Instagram, <laughs> taking pictures by his Ferrari and all that stuff. Because <laughs> he'd be a content creator, social media but, life. But this is also the one you described as a princess too, right? That's terrified of everything. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> but he gets a like a monthly subscription of like a bark box. Uh, it has like toys and treats and stuff. And one time he got like a card shark. It was like a shark, and then he got dollar bills. So ever since then, I call him a young thug. <laughs> He's living the gangster life. Oh, definitely, definitely. Right. Wrap it up. Yeah. Sure. So, all right. Well, uh, Josh Meller, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you um, for having. Me. It was our pleasure. And thank you very much for being part of the volunteer program. You guys are doing a lot of great work around EVPL, and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Hi, everyone. It's Caitlin and Lily. Yes. Let's see Josh do it. <laughs> All right. So for our next session, we have two more volunteers. Uh, we have Caitlin and Lily joining us. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. All right. How and are you guys? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Uh, it's I could use some caffeine. A little bit slow going this morning, but I think we'll be okay. And now we're also we have Ellen with us today. Hey guys. And we are just going to be talking about uh, what it means to be a volunteer with our, our with our two people here. Caitlin and Lily. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get started. Um, what got you into the program in the first place? Um, well, I needed hours. Plus, like, I do other volunteer stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was in the air conditioning. And I also like libraries. <laughs> so. Good choices. And the, the, the hours are for uh, your school. They require the... Yes. Gotcha. Okay, how about you, Caitlin? Um, I needed the hours. And also, I thought that it would be, like, a fun experience and stuff. And a lot different from all the other volunteering opportunities i've done so so how disappointed are you right now about that i'm actually not because i'm on a podcast right now so (laughs) that is a little different i don't think you're going to be doing that with some of the other uh, opportunities that which by the way did they have like a list of things for you to choose from or did you kind of have to go out in the community and find it yourself it's kind of on like a board yeah or you can also like go out and just kind of like find something and talk with persons like in charge of the community so were there any other options you guys were considering what did the library beat out? I actually like this the best out of everything I've done. Yeah, same. Okay. I got to make YouTube videos too, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so besides doing the podcast, what do they have you doing around the library currently? I I helped with dance parties. Ooh. With little kids, yeah. I, yeah that, those are always really popular. <laughs> always a lot of energy too. Yeah, that was like the same with the robotics camp that I helped out with. There was like a lot of energy there. And they had the Ross, they were like running all over the place and having them like sword fight and stuff. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. I also play with robots in my office. (laughs) There's a lot of robots going on in the library. I don't get to play with robots. I just... Do they not have robots in McCullough? No. So, Caitlin, you actually helped with the robot programs at McCullough. I just wasn't involved with that one. Uh, So, you're working in a library. We're obviously surrounded by books. Are there any uh, particular good ones that you saw on the shelves or any, I guess, anything you want to talk about with books? Um, I like The Book Thief. Okay. The Book Thief is amazing. Yes. What's it about? Okay. So, I'm not fully into the book. It's based off of like death's perspective or point yeah. of view and there's like i think what i especially like about the book is i don't want to give anything away mm-hmm. people who haven't read it but like there's like little side notes on in the chapters mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's really good it's set during like world war Two, but it's mm-hmm. not like a battlefront kind of yeah. book it's more about like the home life yes. of people 
I would recommend Circe by Madeline Miller. I like that it goes more into her perspective because for school we read the Odyssey, but they just kind of like portray her as this evil goddess who's not very good or anything. But then it talks more about like why she does certain things and gives her side of the story. All right, I'm going to need a refresher though. She's the one on the island that turns people into animals? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember reading the Odyssey in high school, and I remember really not liking it. I, I don't like it either. <laughs> we had to annotate the whole thing too, which sucked, <laughs> and then we had to write like an essay on top of that. And- yeah, I feel like it's one of those things though. Like once you know a little bit about it by reading it in high school, like you said, Cersei really goes into other yeah. aspects, and you kind of get a better appreciation for it that yeah. way. Uh, my high school experience with the Odyssey was watching uh, the Wishbone special. <laughs> uh so that that was awesome uh if you've never seen a dog fire a bow and arrow through like seven axes lined up it's pretty cool he gets the girl the of course he does he's wishbone <laughs> he is he's a handsome feller are there any other books that you're currently reading or that you uh have recently read or you're going to have to read okay i have it on my bookshelf but i kind of want to read uh we were liars it's on my mm. to be read list oh yeah. i think i've heard of that yeah yeah e lockhart is a great author mm-hmm. i haven't read that one by her but i remember uh reading the disreputable history of frankie landau banks which is like a boarding school story and yeah. it it deals with like a girl trying to get into like an all-boys secret society which i really like Whenever I was little, I really liked the Stuart Gibbs books, and you can check those out at the library, like the um, Space Case series, the Spy School series, Fun Jungle. I don't know if you've read those. No. But they're, like, really popular at my school, and I kind of just like them because they're really funny, and the adults would always kind of fail. Like, the adult spies would fail while the kids were the ones who were, like, pretty much controlling everything and were, Mm. like, carrying the team on their backs. Yeah, if you like that, you might want to check out um, some of Allie Carter's books. Oh, yeah, I've read those, like, High Society. Yeah, because she also has one that is, I believe, a six-book series of, like, an all-girl spy school. So those are really fun reads. Um, I've read, I've read a lot of Magic Treehouse and I Survived when I was younger. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those are classics. I think it was Goosebumps back in our day. Oh, yeah, we read those, too. Yeah, it was some goosebumps. I I never got into those as much because I think they were just a bit too creepy for me. But I did a lot of like fantasy. I remember really liking the Spiderwick Chronicles. Did you ever read those ones? No, actually, I uh, I didn't get into fantasy until it was really weird because I read like the, the their very juvenile stuff, like goosebumps and things. Mm-hmm. And then like seventh grade came around, and I jumped from that to like the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and just took a dive because my oldest brother is seven years older than me and i was like re- getting his old books mm-hmm. so it was a very drastic jump and then i've been a fantasy wow. fan ever since but uh yeah that the first time i read that series it took me a solid year do you remember the goosebumps show from like the 90s <laughs> yeah. those, those are so just interesting <laughs> but the episodes that always like scare me were the ones that slappy the dummy doesn't uh, like bother me i didn't like whenever they like jump down from the ceiling so i don't know if there are still slappy books being written or if we're just reordering old ones but we have been receiving a ton of new slappy yeah. books so that's definitely something you can find still uh yeah back in the day i want to say there was like two other shows uh, that were on the same time as the Goosebumps show. My wife was talking, I think it's called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yes, I loved Are You Afraid of the uh, Dark. That's the one she always raves yeah. about. 
that's very similar, I believe. What are your favorite shows right now that you've been watching? Well, I just uh, recently got done with the first season of Our Flag Means Death on HBO. That's fantastic. What's but, it about? Uh, pirates and um, what happens at sea, I guess. Uh, oh, I haven't seen <laughs> it. Was, that's surprising, Ellen. Yeah, this Ryan's like looking right at me. Alley, Ryan's like. looking at me like, of course you would have seen this. Yeah, I don't. Okay, yeah. it's like perfect. Uh, so it's it follows uh, loosely the story of um, I don't know if this is the actual historical name Steed Bonnet, but he's a high society like aristocrat yeah. in the 1800s that decides that he doesn't want to be a, a aristocrat anymore. He wants to be a pirate, so then he just like, goes and buys a ship, hires a crew, and he's the gentleman pirate. And then it, it starts from there, and then it just gets really wacky. Uh, he meets Blackbeard eventually, and they form a friendship of sorts. But I highly recommend it. Uh, it's only like 10, 10 episodes. Um, it is it is mature, though, so just just a warning. Uh, I watched the newest season of Stranger Things, so season yes. four. So have you guys both seen that? Yes. Ryan, have you seen that? I have not yet. Like half? Yeah, I can't handle like sitting down for that long because the episodes mm. are like two hours. Oh, hour yeah. Yeah. I have to split it. Yeah, we were amazed when we started watching it, and it's like we got halfway through, and it's like, oh, there's a whole nother hour of this episode alone. <laughs> but I, I really like it, of course, because of the D&D aspect. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have theories that the next season is going to be based around like a really famous D&D vampire named Strahd, which I've, I've played some games where he's like the main bad guy yeah. you fight, and I think you could do a lot of really fun things with that. Isn't Riverdale also kind of about D&D? Like, there's a D&D part in Riverdale. That's another one I haven't seen. But I, I do know Riverdale gets like really dark. Yeah, Riverdale took, like, a dark turn. Like, every season, it just completely, like... Have you seen Riverdale? No, I haven't. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I will put it on the list. Okay, I've only watched, like, two seasons, but um, I've watched Gilmore Girls, and I'm currently watching mm. Young Sheldon. Oh, I used to watch, like, both those all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen about half of Gilmore Girls. I think that's where I left off. I left off when Rory was starting to go to college. Mm. Oh. So that's that's the last bit that I remember, but I loved all of it, and I really need to watch the rest. Who's the best boyfriend out of Rory's boyfriends? Mm, like Will, I am. She's only had like two of them. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know his name though. Is it Jess, Dean, or it's the other one? Oh, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's Logan? He's not from like Yale, right? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have that to look forward to. Yeah, because I know Jess and Dean, and I always like Dean because I just like Jared Padalecki, the actor, yeah. because he's in Supernatural. I've seen that show, but that, that's all. That's all I got. I love Supernatural. It's but you stuff. haven't seen Gilmore Girls. I have not, unfortunately. A, a lot of Supernatural fans like to point out that Jared Padalecki played a character named Dean, which is his brother's name in yes. Supernatural. Yeah. And he also works at like Moose's grocery store. I never really watched a lot of Supernatural, but I remember like the Scooby Doo Supernatural episode. I think I watched that one. <laughs> I mean, they've been running for what, like 17 seasons so far? Well, they're done. Yeah. Okay. Like they actually had their finale. But yeah, I think 15. I, I don't know if they made it all the way to 17. It was a lot, and kudos to them. But yeah, with that many episodes, it's it goes all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think my sister watched like the entire thing. Mm -hmm. 
I've seen most of it. I still need to see the last couple seasons. Yeah. We actually have uh, someone who works here that has watched uh, the entirety of One Piece, which is like oh. 1,100 episodes so far mm-hmm. and going. And uh, he's trying to get me into it. And no. no. How long did it take him to do that? Uh, I mean, several years. <laughs> Just like here and there. He, I don't think he binged it. Uh, I don't think you could binge it because apparently there is no filler episodes. According to him, he's got a he's got a conspiracy theory, but yeah, I I also just find anime hard to binge because it's so wacky so much of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. the The hardest binge I did was the Naruto because there's so many flashbacks. So mm-hmm. if you're binging it, you're literally just watching what you watched like t- twenty minutes ago. It's rough. I don't watch anime. I don't like unless Pokemon Pokemon counts as an anime. Pokemon definitely counts. Okay, then I've watched Pokemon. It's good stuff. I've only watched like a couple shows, but not that much. Mm. It's like really hard for me to binge things. Like I watched the Vampire Diaries, which is kind of like a little bit. It's kind of cringy a little bit sometimes, Mm. but that took me like years to watch. (laughs) I've watched a couple of episodes of like I think it's called Once Upon a Time or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, the the fairy tale one, right? Mm. No, that's like a that's Disney that is behind that one, or I think it's one of Disney's various other companies. Uh, um, but they just cover like a bunch of different fairy tales, so mm-hmm. it does cover like a lot of Disney stories. Gotcha. We were just uh, me and my friends last night. We were ranking Disney villains for like three hours because that's what four men in their thirties do, apparently. Who <laughs> <laughs> decide is the like most evil? Um, I think we were mainly going by their impact and like just how good of a villain they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only three that made the top tier were uh, Gaston, Scar, and the evil queen from Snow White. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, everyone else was below them. Yeah, yeah, those three are pretty just straight up bad. Yeah, like, get- they don't really have redeeming qualities. <laughs> I mean, Gaston's got a beautiful voice, but. That's that's about it. He's a terrible, terrible person. Doesn't he just eat like twenty million eggs? Like that's all I remember. He just like eats twenty million eggs. Yeah, isn't it? I think four dozen yes. is the line from the song. Uh, when he was a lad. <laughs> oh, okay. How many is it now that he's uh, an adult? Ooh, I I not. I'm blanking. Let's go with five. Okay, but yeah. but yeah, that's that's what makes him so large and muscly. Apparently, is eating eggs, eggs, eggs. <laughs> that's so many. <laughs> Does he eat them raw or like? I mean, I think in the in the cartoon, he eats them with a shell on, like a madman. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that helps with his bones because I know there's a lot of calcium in eggshells. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are not endorsing uh, eating eggs with raw eggs with shell on. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I got rambling there for a bit, uh, but this was really fun. Yeah, I, yeah. We enjoyed having you too, Lily. Caitlin, uh, thank you for joining us. And thanks so much for being part of the volunteer program, which happens every summer. And you can always uh, just contact the library and kind of figure out how to get into it. So hopefully we'll see you guys next summer. Yeah, yes, definitely. definitely. And if you want to volunteer for the library, you can come meet them too. And aren't there like some meetings in the fall too that you can go to on Tuesdays? Yes, we are working at McCullough on Teen Tuesdays. You can find more information about that on our website or by giving us a call. All right, thanks. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye.